Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast with three brothers trying to figure it all out. With your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, Cancelled Schools. Ahoy! Ahoy! It's a, it's a new day. It is, that's true. But, okay. <laughs> it's a new day at the end of that day. I was going to say, it's... it's at this point, listeners, just so you know, it's 7.30 in the evening. So the fact that this is a new day, slightly misleading. Unless you're listening to this first thing Monday morning, then good morning and welcome to a wonderful new day. Yeah, look at there. Blam, blam. Oh, there he is. There's the man uh, of the hour. Ahoy, Aaron. Hello. Yeah. I am here somewhere. There you go. Are you forecast to get 7,000 inches of ice as well, or no? Oh, we're uh, we're already virtual tomorrow, so. Ah, there we go. Wow. They, they, they went ahead and, and uh, told us, like, yeah, just. Just go ahead and get stuff online. I was like, all right, sweet. So, uh, yes, it is projected to sleep and ice like crazy um, tomorrow, like midday. Yeah, us too. I had had a lot of stuff planned and like early morning bullpen work. And a lot of the kids were like, we're not going to have school tomorrow. And I was like, guys, that's ridiculous. And then I get an email and then they come over the intercom. I'm like, Oh, whoops. Oh, coming over the intercom is a bit strong. That's a bit much. Well, my school is really bad at communicating. And I didn't know we didn't have school last, last time uh, until one of my players put in the group chat. And then, then I looked onto our little annoying app thing and was like, oh, hey, by the way, we're going to school tomorrow. So I was a little. <laughs> you say, yeah, that's a. It's a good reason to be annoyed, not knowing. We don't, we haven't gotten any official word yet uh, okay. about that, but we are like, <clears throat> we have that. Well, we, I talked about it before, so I'm not going to rehash that, but we have those like packet things to work on. We made a bunch of packet mm-hmm. things to work on, so if they're out, so. The email I got said, hey, make sure that they have them for the next three days just in case. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so like, I was like, "Hey guys, remember uh, to download that if you have it. I'm gonna send them out one at a time. But if you don't have internet at your house, download it now. Right? Okay, go. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and some of them did. So I was like, just in case they said it will be one a day yeah. or three days, maybe. Who yeah. knows? Who knows if we need all of them? But be prepared for the possibility that maybe." So yeah, I I re- the the custodian guy that does the my room today, <clears throat> he's pretty hilarious. Yeah. I like him. I talk to him all the time. Uh, his son used to go there, right? And so like he knows Susan and everything. There he knows her for he's known her for forever. So he comes by my room and talks all the time. Oh, what's up? Uh, and uh, <clears throat> so he, he was telling me today. Yeah, I saw on the on the news at noon. That south of Harrison, Arkansas, is forecasted to get one inch of ice. Oh, what? Yeah, that's what I said. I said, "Oh no!" 
<laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, Arkansas looking not great <laughs> for tomorrow. That's <laughs> insane. Yeah. I was like, like, no, 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 no. He was like, we're forecast. I can't remember what he said. It's like, we're forecasting it somewhere between like a tenth and like a quarter inch or whatever. And I was like, that, oh, that's fine. Yeah. That's okay. And Enough. we don't need anything more than a quarter because then power starts going out. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. And like quarter is starting to push it, right? Sure. That's starting to get a little bit heavy on the old power lines. Um No. <laughs> I can't imagine an inch. <laughs> Goodness gracious. That is Yeah, right. Well, you won't have power forever. <laughs> I can't even imagine. No. That. Like I just That's I, awful. I literally I don't want that. We're supposed to get a bunch of sleet. Which is not really better. So it keeps going between like sleet, snow, sleet. We don't like that's what the forecast keeps matching to in between. Like sleet's not really great because that can freeze, you know? <laughs> well, because the overnight temperatures tomorrow are not supposed to be favorable. Dude, so. to daytime temperatures tomorrow are going to be 23 degrees. <laughs> yeah. So I don't okay. even know. Like, not, not yeah. the, like, no temperatures tomorrow are going to be favorable. Right, it's only twenty right now, so like, it's not not looking great. Uh, yeah, high tomorrow twenty three. For reference, listeners, the high Monday today is what is today Tuesday, right? You say Tuesday? Yes, it is Tuesday. It's it's Super Tuesday, of course. That's why I wore my bow tie to work today. What a dork! Yesterday. It was 68 degrees outside. <clears throat> yeah. Today, it was like not that. <laughs> it, it was not exactly. It was. It didn't get as warm as they thought it was going to today. <laughs> By a lot. By quite By a like, bit, like 15 degrees in or more. This amount. I was. I woke up this morning yeah. and I was like, "Huh." It like this morning it was still saying like. We're going to reach 60. I was like, sweet. Hmm. No. no, we only got to like 40 something. Oh, we got to uh, uh, 22. I mean, we got to when, when I say 40, like that was like this morning. Yeah. And it just went down yeah. from there. Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. I was just like, this is this is really bad. Yeah, it was a little, it's a little chilly. So that doesn't look good for icing situation. So nope. we hope we get that. That does not thankfully on there. we're supposed to not have any of that, but except for uh, it, it starts um, tomorrow night into Thursday. Yeah, that's what we're supposed to get. It's forecasted here to start at like ten. So like, well, I don't know. We, he, nobody's talked about school yet because like it's supposed to be such a weird time uh-huh. but what I really hate and what has happened before and it's literally the worst thing ever is we get to school and this starts like sleeting and icing like crazy and they're like yeah. oh snap we gotta go home now we're like but, but wait yeah <laughs> nobody <laughs> wants up. to be in that position yeah. yeah cause then you have to like emergency feed the kids and run before you send them home right cause we have to we can't just like Bye, get out. Like, we have to give them all lunch. Yeah. Otherwise, 
basically it doesn't even count as an actual day of school oh, right <laughs> so like oh. we have to do that so we'll see i don't know <clears throat> the timing is going to be really terrible tomorrow so it's going to be a mystery about what happens that's right. I got my test done today, so it's fine. I, <laughs> we did our quiz today. Kablam. <laughs> so that timing worked out finally. So that was good. Got that all taken care of. So whatever we need to start, we can start it whenever. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we ran away last week while it was uh, blizzarding, and then uh, I was like, well, looks like we get to still experience it. Hooray! See, it didn't want you to miss out. It was like, oh, oh man, Colin missed out on other coldness. Let's bring it back. <laughs> Dinks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so sorry. It's all good. <laughs> I want to know, listeners, Colin went to a pet sitter convention <clears throat> where he apparently is famous. I want to know your reaction to the first time. To I want to know what your face looked like when someone came up and asked you if they could take a picture with you. Mortified. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> mortified. I, I mean, yeah, so... Uh, listeners, um, my wife and I uh, are pet sitters. We may have talked about that. Okay. Oh, only like 700,000 uh, times. We also uh, have a podcast for pet sitters. Um, and it is it is mildly famous in the pet sitting world. Uh, Apparently. <laughs> it's very, very, uh, yeah. People really like it. So, um, we went to a pet sitting conference and ended up uh, with people asking us to take pictures of them, which was terrifying. Um, and they came up to us and they were like, like, we walked in and this is the other weird fact is that um, I have been friends with a good chunk of these people for like two to three years on Facebook. And so all of a sudden, like little Facebook icons were becoming people. So that was another thing. But it really freaked me out when I walked in and I didn't even introduce myself to the check-in. They just said, oh, Hi, Colin. Hi, Megan. Uh, here are your badges. Yo, what? <laughs> like, oh, that's <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Bam, got him. Um, Look at that. And then, yeah, no. The first time someone came up, uh, she's a younger lady and uh, very new to pet sitting, um, and from California, and uh, came up and she said, "Oh my gosh." I can't believe it's you guys. And I was like, huh. Oh, celebrity, dang. And she was like, Look at that. Aaron, we got to step our game up over here. We got to make Colin uncomfortable on two podcasts. I know. It's important. <laughs> and she was like, can I, can I take a picture? And we were like, oh, uh, sure. And then uh, her friend stepped over and she was like, oh, yeah, you too. So we're like, within, it was like back to back photos with these people. And then um, people, people kept coming up to us and saying like, Thank you so much for doing the podcast. And um, I feel like I know you guys so much and you have no idea who I am. And I was like, that is true. I, I don't even know your name. I'm sorry. Who are you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that was also really weird. 
because people have been literally listening to us for like three years, right? I mean, that's true. And they know us, I, 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 or at least the podcast. And so yeah. uh, that was that was so wild. I, yeah, no. And people were just like, so I, I tried to deflect quite a lot. There's a lot of deflection <laughs> from the, uh, uh, and obviously focusing on, focusing on, um, trying to focus on them and have them tell me their story. And, um, one of the, one of the people we talked to, uh, yeah, since you're like, you already know mine cause you listened to oh, it. I know, so right. so I want to just like, let me talk to you about you. And, um, one of the ladies basically was like, I find it so helpful when you ask questions because I try and figure out how I would answer them. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. Next level. <laughs> so that lady's like, awesome. Yeah. She was like, when you ask your, when you ask for the interview and you ask questions, like I try and really think about how I would do that. And I write it all down, and do all this stuff. And I was just like, Oh, Okay. <laughs> I need that lady to talk to my sixth graders yeah. a little bit because like we need to get to that level. That's where we're at right now. That's what we <laughs> uh so it was really nice and um people kept coming up and they were like, So how do how do like how do you how do you get interviewed for your podcast? And I was like, You ask? <laughs> they were like, Oh really? And I was like, Yeah. Do you yeah. There's a list, the but like and they were like, like yeah, I was like, "Sweet, send me an email." Yeah, <laughs> so, and then, there's so, a big list, but like, you know, it's not like sequential order. You know, it's just <laughs> like, we're seriously like, oh, "Come on, come on!" Like, whatever. So it was <laughs> that was weird, and yeah, I mean, yeah, no, it was it was it was a whirlwind. Um, I gave a talk. Um, my talk was on um, imposter syndrome, and uh, oh yeah, you're welcome. By the way. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh imposter syndrome and value about like self-worth and self-value. And uh it was um I'm really proud of the talk. Um I I'm really it needs to be talked more about in the industry specifically. Um, well, I think in any industry that any is a, a subject that is important to yeah. discuss, right? Like Well, and and I I, I am going to say I think it's a, important for um, non traditional industries or well, yeah, um, service no, industries especially right service like, industries non career path <clears throat> industries yeah um, my big point my big takeaway was like every single one of us came from somewhere else right like we are all outsiders with our own backgrounds that are now here and that's what leads to a lot of these feelings of being alone and is one of the missions of the podcast is to help get rid of that is help cut through that. And, um, we talked about self-worth a lot uh, during the talk and I did, you know, I, I know people really struggle with that and it can lead to some serious, um, you know, people struggle with mental health and feeling that and feeling heard. So, you know, I did, I did give out the, the, the crisis hotline phone number. Um, and cause I, I wanted people to have that resource of like, look, here are some here are some ways that we can address this. But if you really need to talk to somebody, like not you, maybe not you, go ahead and write this number down for your friend. Not you, obviously, but for your friend. Yes, go ahead clearly. And write it down, right? Like <laughs> trying to help them give them like here's your permission to write it down so you don't feel singled out. This is for your friend. And uh <clears throat> and afterwards, um and the only oh, other big thing in the industry is that um I I'm just, just very passionate about this, but there are the people who are just starting out and they're on um 
apps like I don't know if you've heard of Rover and Wag or other yeah. listing services. Um, those people are looked down on like they're scum of the earth um, by many quote unquote <clears throat> independent pet care professional businesses. And it really makes me angry, like genuinely. And so we, I talked about like how to like stop comparing yourself of like confidence over credentials, competence over um, credentials and like kind of pushing back on a lot of these things that people do to try and puff themselves up or make them um, feel better. And they compare themselves to other people based on all this stuff and basically being like, we all started somewhere 20 years ago. Somebody started out. Obviously they weren't on Rover and wag. They were on in the newspaper. Now that's just where people start. And we as an industry have to be willing to accept them and bring them into the fold and reach out to them. Yeah, because like talk. Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. What'd you say? No, I was just saying like, you know, that's really, it's really strange that there's still that like pushback because, well, I mean, not strange, I guess, because I think that that online kind of like, well, like, like the gig culture, right? Yeah. Because like, if you are like a graphic designer, that's where you live in that space, right? Yeah. You, part of your job or part of your income comes from like freelancing, uh, through online services, you know, like, Oh, Hey, I list myself here for, I can do this service for you. And like, that's where people find you. And so that is a reality. <clears throat> I think even though that's like a really big thing, I think a lot of people still just like, don't get it. Oh, they don't, <laughs> you know, like they look, down, they look down on it and they basically say, it's, it's weird though. Cause like, if you're, let's say you're like, Oh, you know, you just need like a side gig as like a proofreader. You're on one of these services. Like, why is that? Oh, I know. It's not oh, bad. Like, oh, that's, it, no. it, <laughs> that's it, cool no. that you can, you know, bring yourself out and bring your talents and skills to new people that well, need it, your help. Right. That, like, and like you get hooked up with people that way. Like it's, yeah. it just it confuses me because that's the culture that we live in now that like, that's like the internet is a thing guys. Like, I don't know where you've been. But like, it's not like AOL anymore. You know, it's not just chat rooms and stupid forms. Like, I mean, there's still forms, but like, there's more, no. you know? And so like the pushback that certain industries have against like the online culture is it's weird to me. Like, I don't get it. And I'm not even a person that's like online in that space. But like, I get that that's an important thing in a good place to have services well right or just anything well you know a couple things like a it's when people are like let me just test the waters they sign up for one of these apps and they go let's see when they uh are looking for an opportunity to earn a little bit of extra money they sign up on these apps because it's gig and that's yeah that's what that's what independent professionals who are in this i mean I, i asked everybody i said before i even started my talk i said Hey, by show of hands, um, who's been in this industry almost 30 years? And a, a quarter or more of the room raised their hand. And then I said, who started your business within the, the last five? And only like two or three <clears throat> hands went up. And I think that's also important to know like what crowd you're listening to. Old, yeah. peop- old people go to conferences. 
just be very real. I mean, yeah. Plus, I plus, hate conferences. I'm an old person now, and I hate conferences. Well, they're I'll terrible. Just, I'll say this. Plus, they have an established business where they can leave and go to college. Oh, true. So yeah, that's, I didn't thing. think about that. See? People that are like just starting out don't have the ability they, to... They don't. They don't have the income. They don't have yeah. the revenue. They don't have the um, flexibility. Like they, they, they don't have the flexibility. They can't afford to leave. Exactly. So anytime, so that's it's important to note of like anytime you're listening to somebody or a group of people, you have to understand their background and where they're coming from and why the majority of voices there are there. And so yeah, that's, part of, that's part of the thing that I push back on is you have these people who've been in the industry for 30 years and they go, well, I'm, I do all these things. And you're like, yeah, this person just started out yesterday. They're not doing your things, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, come on. And, that's, and, and people are coming into the, in the, into the industry by drove through these apps. And instead of being there going, hey, welcome. Um, here's some stuff to learn. And I'd be loving, I'd love to mentor you. They basically just trash talk down to them and say, you're doing it wrong. Um, you, you, you are not as good as we are. And um, you are trashing our name. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, no wonder they don't come and talk to you. Yeah. No wonder. Do you think it's because they're just, it's like a, a fear of competition thing? Oh, 100%. Partly. It is. Right. It is. And they I mean, feel, like, one lady actually said she feels like when Rover and Wag started 10 years ago, it cheapened the pet care industry. And hmm. be, because it made it something like, quote unquote, everybody can do now, anybody can sign up. But they, anybody can do that. That's anybody like can. Thing, right? And that's, like, that's the thing that Megan and I are constantly like, I can, you could go out and anybody, literally anybody can start this. It takes exactly zero dollars. <clears throat> exactly yeah. zero dollars. And no training to do any of this. And the weird part is, I mean, a weird part from my outsider perspective, right? The weird thing about this to me as a, as a person on the outside is that you're like hyper competitive and like really obsessive about an industry that a huge chunk of people don't even know exists. I know. Right. Like the fact that I bet if you pulled the room of like a hundred people that were like, Hey, did you know that you can hire a person to come to your house and watch your dog? They'd be like, what? Yeah. No. Hire a person with training <laughs> and education and with insurance that's bonded that yeah no yeah exactly. like you can hire up like a professional person to come and take care of your pet when you're out of town they'd be like really yeah no, no i didn't know that so like the fact that the as as these websites bring awareness yes to consumers that are like yo i can that's a thing i can do like yeah. the market share is only growing so the fact that more people are getting involved in it is not really a detriment to you at all because the as more people are coming into the market, the market itself is only skyrocketing because people don't even know it's a thing that you can do. Yeah. The problem that they will point to is they will go, well, these new people on the app charge $11 for a visit. And I have to charge, you know, $30 to make ends meet and pay stuff and i'm like yeah okay like yeah i don't know but what like to tell you. if you have like a client list already like it's not like if you have like let's say i'm booked you to sit my pet yeah. like regularly right we have like a thing going right 
once that relation, like in an industry like this, like a service industry, and especially people that like really care about their pets, I'm not going to be like, oh man, that person cost me like a little bit less money. I should just dump this pe- person and go use them. Right. It's like, nah, it's <laughs> because the person that's charging like 11 bucks is the person that's like already working like two jobs. And this is just like a random thing they're doing every once in a while. And they're probably not going to be that reliable. And they'll slowly realize that they have to raise their prices if they really get more competitive and like take it more seriously. So like, it's not a worry because the market will weed that out. Well, and that's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's where also some of this partnering and mentoring comes in of like, nobody studies economics. And like, (laughs) or, or just like, Hey, instead of complaining about it, why don't you reach out to that person and explain to them that they could charge more and how, and how you can do that. X, Y, Z, do these things. Build them up, lift them up, educate. Well, them. and that comes with the self value part because if you're like undervaluing yourself, you're also going to undervalue your service. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because you think, oh, I'm not worth that much. I can't charge that much. Like, exactly. um, except for no, you can because you are valuable yeah. and your time is valuable. So you should be able to <laughs> charge more for your time. Right. Like, yeah. that's the thing. Like, yeah. Well, and, and we started, um, and I, so we, I kind of walked through a lot of that. And then, um, also I just kind of like for a few minutes, I just stripped away all of the other, everything else. And, and was just like, look, I don't know. And I, I feel like this because I see this all the time on Facebook, especially with younger people entering the industry where they really struggle with who they are. And, um, they try and add things to themselves that maybe they don't want to, but they think it's going to be important. And so I did take a moment where I was just like, look, I don't, I don't know if you've ever been told this, or maybe it's been a while, but like you are valuable, like you are important and you are needed. Not your services are valuable. Not your, your dog walking is important. Not your business is needed. Like just you, like you as a person. And that's really hard to accept of like, yeah, I, I need to be okay with just me before I start adding other things. because. We add things because it thinks it, we make it, it makes it feel like we need to because we need to be more valuable. But I am is a complete sentence. <clears throat> I don't need to add yeah, anything. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that was the title of my talk, actually. I am. Nice. Um, and, <laughs> Good job. And, Again, uh, the Descartes reference, man, we're, Aaron, we got to charge him for this. This boom. is good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like, just put, a, it, put it, put us in your credits and your will, like notes. Be like, oh, yeah. Right. Like, I I am like it's a complete sentence. You don't need to add anything else to it. It doesn't make you any more or less like because a lot because in the middle of the pandemic, other thing. This talk is oh, there's so much more to this, but it was also born out yeah. of the middle of the pandemic. Over the course of 72 hours, pet sitters stopped being pet sitters. Dog walkers stopped walking dog, and we had built a lot of our identity in the doing instead of the being, and yeah. we stopped seeing value in ourselves. And so I asked everybody that question. I said, in the middle of the pandemic, when your business was shut down in your third month, were you any less valuable as a person? Did you mean anything less to the people in your life? No, right? <laughs> the answer is no. Yeah, yeah. The answer should be no. It should be no. Right. But it sure didn't feel like it, right? Like it. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Because because society has taught us <clears throat> to confuse "I am" with "I do." And yeah, to put the form, put the ladder of higher importance over the form. Yes, and 
man, that really, when you start really like drilling down into that, um, you start figuring out like, what, what are my motivations behind a lot of my action? And so we talked through like, you know, uh, some of my personal examples <laughs> of like, anytime something comes up in your life, ask, why did you do that? And more importantly, what does that mean about, what does that tell me about myself? So like, Colin didn't respond to an email for five months. Why? Um, he didn't want to tell the person no. What does that uh, tell me about me? Yeah. I right. <laughs> I'm a people pleaser and don't like to make people sad. <laughs> so I just deleted the email instead of ever responding. <laughs> right? Like, well, I mean, oh, yeah, wow. there you go. <laughs> um, anyway, after the talk, um, a lady did stand up. She's a younger lady. And she gave me this huge hug. And she was crying. And she said, I needed to hear that so much. Thank you. Um, so obviously, I started crying. That was good. Clearly. Um, <laughs> um, but no, I, it got a good reception. And um, very thankful for that opportunity. So we'll see. I had one lady, yeah. uh, another person come up to me and ask if I wanted to go and speak at another conference or something. So we'll see what happens. They're like, yeah, we'll just add that to my uh, to my link my LinkedIn thing, right? Pet my sitter conference <laughs> speaker. What are they called? Keynote speaker, yeah. right? There you go. Right. No, and it was it was also weird because I was weirdly positioned because um the <laughs> I was the second talk of the day, and um the first talk was by a veterinarian about Chagas disease. Oh. <laughs> That's a tonal shift. And then right after me uh, was a lady talking about like how to use Instagram. <laughs> Boom. Like important medical information, heavy topic, fun marketing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. Dang guys, you gotta and, get this schedule worked out. And it was really funny because they were like, oh, presenters, can you send us your, your slides ahead of time? Because we're going to print them out. We're going to put them in a book. Um, and I, I was like, <laughs> I'm I'm not do, I'm not doing that um, because I don't put no. words on my slides. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah, no, at all. Like seriously, like I have I had um I had 14 slides and it took me an hour to present and there were no words, typed words. Um, this is this is how presentations are supposed to work. People supposed to work. take a take a take a a thing. Right, this is how it goes. <laughs> And so, you don't want to read off of your slides oh, to your audience. Your audience is smart enough to read your I'm slides. I'm not going to name any names there. Um, but there was Literally a- every school presentation I've ever been in, every building administrator I've ever met does not believe that I am intelligent enough to read what they put. Now, sometimes I can't read it because they failed. They would fail my class in presenting because they'll put like some stupid background and like a weird color. And you're like squinting at the screen going, I cannot read that. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, like they're, they're, they make their font like teal yeah. and then like a green background. You're going, what? Why? Why did but, you do that? You would get an F in my class for presenting. Why yeah. you, I would mark you down on my rubric for that. Yeah. <laughs> they used to say, they used to tell us to, um, uh, estimate the um, oldest person in the room and make the font that that size. And yeah, I tell my kids like high contrast font, right? I talk about Yeah. We talk about like how you can highlight the background so you can make it stand out from your picture. 
Yeah. We need to make it readable, right? This is these are the these are the secondary skills that we're teaching in class so, here. This is this is important stuff. All very important. Um but what I do most of the time is I go to like I I now go to um uh photo sites like one uh one of them I really like is called Unsplash and one is called a uh, Pexel Pixel whatever they're free Something. photo right you yeah down the, uh free photos without having to attribute and I just search a phrase <coughs> of like um like one of the things I ter- searched was medical right because um I want the photo to evoke an emotion yeah a topic that I'm covering on that slide yeah um uh and uh, that's how I put my slide together. What would evoke an emotion of kind of like the general point of this segment of the talk? And that's what I want to have up there. Um, yeah, my it's going to my notes something. in class do that too sometimes, right? Yeah. It's not like <laughs> like my notes, like when we take notes and we're like doing our little lecture time or whatever. It's like, uh, I just I'll have slides like my slideshow things. They're like a billion slides long, but that's because a lot of them are like pictures you know we'll write down a little bit and there'll be a whole bunch of pictures there'll be stuff right like they'll talk about things and we just like flip through and like yeah i agree the same way it's like it's very because we don't want to and i i mean because i'm teaching so it's tangentially related right like the information that i need you to have is not necessarily coming from the slide right it's coming from me that's why i'm here yeah so in like notes in class, I'm like, oh, here's the important thing. Write this down, and then we're just gonna like talk about yeah. what this means. Exactly. Exactly. Now I'm not gonna say any names here. Um, but there was one presenter who is a like, very uh, well known, well known person, uh, and read word for word the oh. all, all all of them. Even though sometimes the slide would just have like three words. No, would read all of them and would not do any elaboration and just read through them in time. And, <laughs> and it is so painful and a waste of my time. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, yeah, it was really hard for me to do that. Um, but <clears throat> anyway, uh, <laughs> conference is fine. Uh, sorry, are you still there? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh, yeah, the conference is fine. Um, New Braunfels, very interesting town. Um, we stayed in the Faust Hotel, which is a very old hotel that apparently is haunted. Um, I was going to say, with a name like Faust, I'd be a little like, oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> um, hmm. Yes. Uh, they, uh, it was apparently from the 1920, oh, it was opened up in 1929, um, is when it originally found it. And they still have the original cash register sitting at the front desk. Um, Dude, that's crazy. And when I say sitting, I mean taking up the entirety of the front desk. I mean, yeah, being the counter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but uh, now it was very interesting. Um, Enjoyed New Braunfels quite a bit. It was a very long drive. Very Uh, long. Yeah. But it was uh, made easier. European viewers, it's about three countries away from <laughs> where Colin <laughs> yeah. if we put it to scale from yeah. college house to the middle of Texas yeah well, it's about we three countries go away to go to college station first we had to drive due oh south, yeah true basically you have to go to Dallas then to college station and then over to New Braunfels um so 
all told, it was uh, 17, it was 1,770 miles round trip. Um, Yuck. It was gross. But it was made easier because we drove a van. I was very happy. Oh. We drove a 2001 Chrysler Pacifica hybrid. Wow, there we go. Hybrid. The Pacifica makes a return in the lives of the Funkhousers. Look at that. It does indeed. Uh, this thing was sweet. I was... <laughs> I Okay. Be very real. Aaron, I like to imagine that he was just like buying stuff to like try to pack it in there like, oh, can I fit this? I can fit this in here. <laughs> <laughs> I At first, Megan was like, we're not renting a minivan. And I was like, I, yes, we dollar are dollar per cargo space. Like it's literally the best buy. I, I'm not buying this. Oh, I'm surprised you didn't go. All right, Megan, full size van. It is blam. Got it. <laughs> uh, Mercedes Sprinter. Uh, yeah. Lux. Um, but this thing, like just I, bolt the kids to the floor in the back and the great thing. Like, got it. Let's go. <laughs> it's little, like little things like most cars have usb connectors in the center on the back of the center console for the people in the back seat yeah but chrysler puts those in the back of the seat in front of you that's good job chrysler i know because it's very helpful it actually reaches (laughs) yeah you have to like lean awkwardly (laughs) yeah so like when we watch when we let the kids watch some stuff noah obviously chose um, Thomas the Tank Engine, the original, clearly. Original. Uh, oh, with and, Ringo, yeah, with Ringo, yeah. I have yeah. all, yeah, obviously. Um, <laughs> Fun fact, ladies and gentlemen, if you did not know, there's a television show called it was it's Shiny Time Station, right? Yeah, with a magical tank and uh, train cartoon, and the little magical conductor is definitely Ringo Starr from the Beatles. Also, I think in one season, couple seasons, it's also George Carlin, weirdly. Which doesn't seem like a good fit. George Carlin on a children's show, but it's surprisingly good. Um, yeah. <laughs> is no bueno. No. Uh, so we watched those, which was good. And then Lillian did watch Kiki's Delivery Service. <laughs> um, yeah, that a kid. All of it um, in Japanese with subtitles. <laughs> all right. Uh, so she is like way awesome now uh <laughs> no, i feel like we need another challenge coming on we need more I, japanese uh challenges coming on Aaron. be thinking so. about that so. <laughs> uh, but this thing uh over the course of the 17 of 1700 miles averaged okay this thing averaged almost 34 miles to the gallon yo which is a lot okay <laughs> for a van for a van uh and i didn't even have to I, it's a plug-in hybrid too. I didn't get a chance to charge it. That was my one thing that I was like, I really oh. wanted to do. And Megan was like, we don't have time. Drive. And I was like, no, I want to charge it. It'll be fun. <laughs> I want to plug in the car. So, <laughs> um, but I, I was like, I was seriously blown away by this thing. It was like driving a spaceship. Uh, there was like blue, uh, stitching <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> and like, it was just, I, I yeah. I loved it. I really love this thing a, a lot. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, trip made better by fan. Uh, the one thing that I will say is um, Chrysler is all about the turn dial shifting thing. Yeah, no, our car has that, and it's really kind of weird. 
I'm always like super freaked out that I'm going to grab that instead of like the radio dial or something. I hate this. I hate this with a burning passion. (laughs) I never never got used to it. I consistently messed up. Uh, And there was one time where I had to do a quick like whip in and then turn around. And I, I don't know what I did, but I found myself half in a driveway, half in the middle of the road, and the car put itself in a parking brake just automatically. And oh, you probably you probably tried to flick it while it was still moving and it like freaked out and went, No. <laughs> so well I was I had to move quickly and so it was just like this is not good. This is I the dial it it's cool. Ooh, it's it's magic, whatever. It's not, it, to me, it was just like, it takes so long to get used to this that it, it actually impedes the driving. So I don't know. I mean, you guys have had the car for a little, for several, for a couple of years at this point. Lately. Yeah. It, I'm, I'm sure it's second nature by now. Yeah. By now. Yeah. It's, I, it's definitely different if you were just like renting a car that has that. Uh, it is a feature that it, you're right. At the beginning, you're like, this is really odd. It like doesn't feel like tactically as stable as like moving a shifter to a thing. But it, I know like in the version of, cause I, one of my friends used to have a car like ours, um, the version before with the, it had the sticky thing in there and like, it was just in the way it was like sure. badly put in there. So I can see why they <laughs> went to it. It's very space savvy, right? It is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it also from somebody like me who kind of have like obsessive thoughts sometimes. All I wanted to do was turn the dial while driving seventy five miles an hour down the road. <laughs> like that was sometimes the only thing my brain could focus on was like I'm <laughs> with something, and this thing looks like it spins. I'm going eighty miles an hour. What would happen if I just turned it? Like, will it turn? What would I don't I know. Do? I've never tried it because uh, for obvious reasons because I don't want my transmission to end up on the highway so I don't <laughs> yeah I didn't I didn't either but that was at some point the only thing I could think about <laughs> yeah I don't know if it will do that Um, but it drives super like super quiet like we're going 90 through Dallas at a couple points to get around crap and like no problem you mean totally driving the speed limit 100% of the time oh you're yes. right yeah okay yeah. Always the speed limit. Yes. Um, That's the other thing. It doesn't have a rev counter. Um, Instead, it has power output by percentage. Oh, interesting. So your obsessive personality was also like, 100%, let's go. I never got to 100%, which was... Thank you. That's good. Um, Safety first. But there were a few times where it was like, oh, we got to get up and go. And it it seamlessly switches between... Like right now, we have a, a Honda Accord Hybrid. And it does not seamlessly switch between battery and engine because it's also a 2000. It's, it's older though, old, right? right? So yeah. It's really obvious. This thing, like you could not tell when, when nice. what was running, except whenever you really punched it and then you could hear the engine, but like no vibrations when you were going really low speed, you could all, you could tell it was, um, uh, all electric because it just had that, um, like that really yeah. like that it had that going. weird noise weird that weird hum uh but otherwise it was great so i uh, uh, highly recommend uh chrysler hybrid a uh, chrysler pacifica hybrid 
Yeah, I like ours too. It's really nice. It's it's kind of a weird like Susan doesn't like it. The car, um, <clears throat> it's a Chrysler two hundred. Oh, by the way, I just remembered yeah. what it's called. Like because it's kind of like she doesn't like that she can't like the front's very round. So like the fact that she like can't see, like she has a trouble like telling where the front end is sometimes. Sure, that kind of like messed her up. But other than that, it's really I like it a lot. It's really nice. <clears throat> yeah. No, I. Uh, I mean, it was just like I obviously would never actually want to own one, uh, a minivan that is. Um, but like, kind of the way to we, go. We know like. you're all full size man boy. It's yeah, okay. Only full size. Um, don't want anything any. Uh, yeah, I was just like, okay, this is pretty cool. I like all the technology. Everything feels nice, robust. It only had, I mean, it only had uh, what nine thousand, eight thousand miles on it when we first got it. So nice, oh, basically brand new. That's cool. Anyway, that's a that's that review. Van review corner with Colin. Van review corner. Dun dun dun. Yeah, but uh, get a little stinger to put in there. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's that's all we got going on. Um, it's quite a lot. Back in the swing of things. This week to be over. fair, yeah. No, I like immediately had to take over all of the. I had to give my my staff a break today because he like did not get a break for the past. Week. So yeah, <laughs> so it was like. Don't do anything today. Stay home. I'll do it all. Yeah. Fair. (laughs) But Aaron, uh, what have have you been up to? Um, not really a whole lot. Um, this week has been just school baseball and softball games starting next week. Uh, Warhammer three finally came out, which I'm currently playing now. So nice. Not gonna lie, have been zoning out because I had been waiting for this game for three years, and nothing is going to. Yeah, but, you and you and Henry Cavill both, I hear. Uh, yeah. So you're good to go, <laughs> man. But other than that, um, things been going really good, um, really chill week. Um, just at least, um, except for weather pending. But <laughs> yeah, um, doing a lot of work. Softball field wise, baseball field wise, doing a lot of things that the kids are like, oh, we've never had to do this before. And you're like, oh, really? And they're like, yeah, we've never had like crew coaches before. So we don't, we didn't know what we were doing. And they're like, oh, well, mm. you are welcome. So it's, it's, we've been doing a lot of that, um, a lot of developmental stuff, a lot of things. And then, yeah, that's, that's kind of, Honestly, about it, you know, this leash has been really, really chill. Last week was very chill. It was really nice, like, for a good chunk of the week. So that was very, very unique and very rare for us. And then, yeah, yesterday was, like, perfect 60s and all these kind of things. They're like, oh, man, this is perfect. And then it's like, and it's 20. So, mm. but yeah, other than that, man, that's all, all we've been doing. Not really a whole heap of a lot. And, uh survive and stay warm and do what we can. Nice, nice, nice. <clears throat> what uh what kind of things are they doing with the field that they never had to do any for? Just like upkeep stuff? Like 
yeah, so like actual field, field maintenance, like sweeping yeah, so field, the dugout. <laughs> I don't know. Field field maintenance is, is a really big thing. Um, our dirt is super soft, and so they're like, "Yeah, we don't know what to do with it." And I was like, "Really? You guys have no idea what to do?" And they're like, "Yeah, we've never done this before." And I was like, "You, you know how to use the equipment?" They're like, "No." All right, so I literally showed them how to. Um, you know, drag a field properly, uh, show them, you know, proper level of mowing, uh, which is weirdly complicated for some kids. Um, and kind of like this, that, and the other. So it's, it's a lot of like utilizing the dirt that you have, utilizing, um, you know, ways to turn it. And so that way it's not just like rock solid. So you don't like, like so if you do fall on it, um, it's not like, oh, and now I have rocks in the face or things like that. So mm. it's a little bit of everything, um, showing kids how to like make it not, uh, well, you know, just like not disgusting and how to just, uh, moving things around and actually how to like properly, um, drag the field. So little, little things like that. that the kids are like, yeah, we've never had to do this before. I'm like, really? All right. That makes me feel good. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's it's a weird science to get behind and actually have to like teach kids how to do. You know, most of them have never had the wonderfulness of having um, you know to um, you know mow, which is also a weird thing. But you guys have never mowed before, and like, yeah, we've never had to like mm. get on a tractor and like mow the field. Like, oh, <laughs> you guys are missing out. So, I don't know about just little, that. Just little things like that. It is always a really weird like realization when you discover things that people don't know how to do, right? Yeah. It's one of those things like, <clears throat> as a teacher, I'm very actively aware of like, oh, you've never done this before. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't assume that you know what I'm talking about. Even things like sending an email or like, titling your presentation correctly you know what i mean like there's all these like weird little things that you just do and like you would just assume that a child knows how to do them because you're like oh you know kids get the rap of like oh they know how to use electronics blah blah yeah but do they know how to use them correctly no so like we have to talk about it's always it's always like kind of surprising and i'm always trying to be on the lookout for these things like oh i need to make sure i tell them how to do this or show them because like I cannot assume that they know what I'm talking about when I do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's a little weird, weird little concept because you're like, oh yeah, you guys know how to read a map and they're like, nope. Like, oh yeah. Like do all the technology <laughs> stuff. Like, yeah, we don't know. To, we don't, we don't know what that means. Like, oh really? Yeah. So, little, little things like that that I take for granted. I'm like, oh, I literally have to teach this. That's right. Yeah, it's those weird, like, little things you have to do on the side, like, it's very, it's very bizarre. Like, oh, you don't, you don't know how to, like, for the first quarter of school, they would be like, Mr. Funkhauser, I don't know what to title this presentation. And I'd just look at them and be like, okay, so you're going to title a presentation about your dream vacation. Uh Uh-huh. 
what do you think a good title would be? And they'd just stare blankly at me. And they'd be like, dream vacation? I'm like, aha! Wonderful. And they're just like, oh. Like, it it took them a long time. So where's the last the last presentation we did? I told them I was very proud of them because we did the air pressure demonstration things, and like (laughs) they were all titled things like uh, "can crushing demo" or like you know whatever the thing was like balloon rocket demo. I was like, guys, this is beautiful, so good. Like, you've come a long way. <laughs> I didn't even tell you. I didn't even tell them what to do. And they figured it out. It's the little things, right? You wouldn't think that that's a big deal. But, like, if you're going to create a presentation and then share it with somebody, you need to title it something that makes sense. Right? Like, mm-hmm. again, that's the joke in my class. We have to think like a scientist. What would a scientist name a presentation about an air pressure demonstration? They would just name it. Air pressure demonstration. Boom. Simple. Easy. Go for it. Like <laughs> not well. Well, don't I, overthink this, guys. Like, if you're gonna give it to me in an email and I'm gonna open it, I need to know exactly what it is. Right? Like I need to know that. And so you just have to give me the information I need. Boom, that's it. Done. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Colin. I did. I did talk about that actually in my talk of, of, of um, like the expectations we place on ourselves of like, I should know this. This should be, I, I, I run the business. I started doing this business. I should have all this figured out. And I said, you know, well, no, like, like, it's, like my brother says when he's teaching kids, like, yeah, I know you don't know this. That's why we're learning this together. Like, that's what my is to teach these things. <laughs> Cause like, we, we all again we all we all start somewhere and it's okay that you don't know it like that's why we're it's good that you're here because now we can work through this together and that's really where that difference is. yeah they, they get it after a while right yeah. it's very confusing I, I feel like sometimes like I feel weird because I feel like I'm the first person that's told them that ever and yeah. like 12 so that's a little bit, <laughs> a little bit distressful, right? Like, <laughs> you know, like uh, you're hearing this for the first time when you're 12 years old. <laughs> that's okay. I know it's like the middle school thing, right? So it's like it's different, and <clears throat> you know, a little bit. But I do like kind of go, oh, oh man, this we could be so much further along if other people were telling you this. <laughs> Well, you get reinforcement, yeah. From people. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean, like. So, yeah, it does. But you know, we can't be worried about that. We got to worry about test scores and spreadsheets, bro. Harum, uh, harum, harum. Yeah, grumpy people, idiots. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's it's just always interesting. Like the little things that we don't know, we take for granted, like the field thing. Because, like, you know, I wouldn't know how to do that, but I haven't played baseball in like 20 some years so like i have no idea what, more than that yeah. 25 probably so like it makes sense you know but like as somebody who's an active person it's weird that you know you just be like oh yeah we well, just do this to the field You're like what oh no it, it's just kind of one of those things like 
the sheer fact that no one has taken the time to show them because like i was I, I literally had to drag the tractor over and you know kind of set it up and i had like a, a gaggle of teenagers they're like what are you doing i was like what what do you mean what, do you mean? what am i doing and i was like well, i'm trying to set this up and do you know do it do this way and so i go one way and I would come across the other way, and they're like, "Why? Why did you go that way?" Like, you guys don't know how to do this, and they're like, "No, no one's ever showed us." I'm like, "Oh well," and you know, kind of giving the giving them the point of like, you know, when whenever you guys become coaches one day, like, you know, this is how you would need to do this, and this is how you know this is the reason behind instead of you know you you just do this, and that's that's the end of it. There's more to it than just like, oh, like didn't you know how to do this? Duh. People like I've never seen this kind of drag before. So trying to come up with those ways to have kids, you know, feel validated and be like, look, you know, like it's okay that you don't know how to do this before. This is why we're taking the time now to, you know, rectify what we have for you guys to learn one day and so that you can teach it. And whenever I feel like whenever I give kids that sensibility to it, like, oh he you know, he expects, you know, he, you know, have have a great feel whenever i maybe become a coach or a teacher one day that like i'm like oh well this this coach showed me how to do this um a long time ago and so if i can give kids that little perspective into it the fact that they have they, they have ownership in what they're learning um i feel that they just kind of take it a little bit more to heart so no that's really good i think a lot of times too you sort of in in education specifically in this instance, but in in many other aspects, like even even the education that Colin's doing for business stuff, like having a reason mm-hmm. right behind what you're doing, like it just makes so much sense, right? Like I think about that too in the classroom. Like I I always want to have an answer for that kid that's going to be like why are we doing this why do i need to know this right because i in my opinion like oh because it's on the test or like because the state says so is not an appropriate answer because a 12 year old does not care i mean let's be frank i don't care about that right (laughs) so having having a legitimate reason like behind like being intentional about it sure. and like saying oh yeah well this is you know these are reasons this is how this is important this is how it ties to other things or this is how it can be useful in in this class and other this is a skill that can transfer to other classes to help you do other things right like those kind of answers when you give them they're like oh, okay cool like they they accept it and they're like ready and it makes sense to them you know because if you're just like because we have to yeah, no. Try telling that to a twelve-year-old. Nothing. Right. You get nothing. Not gonna work. <laughs> yeah, not gonna work. Yeah, but I think yeah, that's really good. You know, kind of philosophy behind it is being intentional and having the reason and having the knowledge yourself to be able to tell them that. Right. Like, because yeah. if you if you were like you got to drag the field left to right, I'd be like, what? what? Yeah. But if you're like, <laughs> oh, because it evens out the dirt because we have a low spot here, I'd be like. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, cool. Let's go. Right? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, 
that makes so much sense. It having the understanding and being able to understand it is just like, Oh, okay. Okay. And then you just buy in more and you're ready to do more of it instead of just being like, well, I now I got to do just whatever he said. Cause I don't, right. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's really cool. I like it. Are you finding that, uh, you are getting good reception of that airman? Yeah. Um, yeah. It, 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 there was a lot to kind of I don't say not, not like break in, but a lot of those kids that are like, so it's kind of a weird thing to look at like kind of species of between like my baseball boys and like my softball girls. Like I had a lot of those, you know, baseball boys, you know, baseball guys that were just like, oh, coach, I can, I can do this. And you no, know, and then you get up there and do it. And you're like, mm, that's wrong. And they're like, what? And I was like, yeah, no, that's, that's wrong. Like, and this is, and then you show them why. And then like, you know, having kind of like pulled them into it, you're like, oh yeah, we know how to do this. I'm like, do you? And then it's like, this is why we do it this way. And they're like, oh, okay. Uh, with my softball girls, it, it was a little bit different because like I just like started setting up the tractor, and there was they were just congregated around me. They're like, sure. what are you doing? I'm like, um, doing doing stuff. They're like, can we help and i was like you most certainly can because whenever we have have games you're gonna have to be doing this by yourself and so just the, the fact that i didn't have to like pull teeth or you know get kid like find a way to get kids interested they're automatically interested themselves because like you know our, our last coach like never did anything like this before like they never showed you how to drag a field and they're like nope mm-hmm. they just kind of told us to leave and that was the end of it. And I was like, oh man. So it, it's kind of, it's kind of cool to like to watch kids like get fascinated with it. They're like, oh, this is how we do it. I'm like, yeah, no, it's, it's kind of cool. So the fact that I don't have to like tell it to them. Yeah. It's it, it kind of neat. And so I, I kind of get a kick out of that more than anything of like that they themselves like make it interesting. And then they just like utilize me to kind of help with what they can. So. That, that's kind of how I see it, and it's just unique to watch them, watch them grow. And you know, the next time or a week later, it's like, oh, hey, coach, do we need to do we need to drag the field this way? Right, you know, let's build on top of that. And you know, I was like, yeah, we do need to build, you know, drag it this way, but let's also do it this. And can you think of reasons why for what we learned from this last week? And like, oh, because it does this. I'm like, exactly. So the fact that they're all like they're like they're um, bought into it. Um, without me having to like pull teeth that they're naturally interested um, is mm-hmm. is kind of cool, and it, it also kind of shows that how deprived they were of like the resources and tools and cool things like that um, from previous coaches is is kind of heartbreaking. But at the same time, like it just makes me look like really awesome. Like, well, yeah, I know I'm good, like, <laughs> it's crazy. So. That's kind of neat, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, no, this is how you do this. And they're like, that's so cool. And I'm like, yeah, I know. That's like <laughs> what I do. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's, how, that's how we've been working on with Elise here lately. Nice. Yeah. Nicely that way, done. Yeah. I mean, but that that's cool that you can be that uh, example. And again, I mean, influence, again, because when if you've never experienced that in your life, the first time someone comes along and like you guys have been saying, like, Hey, this is what I'm doing. Like it really does 
start opening up a lot more in your own life mm-hmm. when you're like, oh, look, look, there are reasons for why we do things. Hooray! <laughs> yeah. That's kind of neat. <clears throat> yeah, I like it. Nice done. <clears throat> now, if only I could figure out how to apply that to actually writing complete sentences in your answer to about five of my children. That would be great. Not going to be <laughs> option. Yeah, still working on that one. But it's yeah. <laughs> again, overall, like we've been talking about that a lot too. Uh, yeah. That particular battle, uh, it did better on the quiz today. I saw really? much, much more beautiful answers. Right. Once they realized that I actually talked to the language arts teacher and we talked about this stuff and I expect the same thing that she does, they're like, oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Got <laughs> it. <laughs> I was like, guys. Would this sentence make her happy? They're like, no. Ah, got it. In fact, make her very angry. Yeah. I was like, we don't have to do it like to the exact. I'm not going to be grading you to like the exacting degree that she does. Right. Mm-hmm. But I am going to be looking for some of the similar things. And I want to make sure that we have these in there. So they're looking better. It's doing good. We're progressing. We're getting better at this. <laughs> All the time. Hopefully. <clears throat> but you know, it's all good. Well, I uh it's good. I'm glad to be back. Glad to be back in the swing of things. How you guys have a good week? Um, yes. We'll just keep I, an eye on the weather. Yeah, <laughs> eye on the weather, eye on the sky. Yes. Uh, I I am going to go uh let out an old dog. Uh, All right, to go for their last. Okay, well don't don't stay outside too long because it's freezing. Oh so <laughs> I I know I know and oh. layers bundle hat right. There's so many things I we'll talk offline. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, I love you guys very much, and uh, love we, you too. Uh, this, this is good too. Oh yeah. Uh, love, you. Love, love you guys. <laughs> Bye. Love you too.